Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my experiences, I share both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them and make your life just a little bit better, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is Nothing Indoors But Change. How do you handle change? Does it overwhelm you? Do you try to ignore it or do you embrace it? Today I want to talk about understanding change and how we can use stoicism to help us through some rocky times. Nothing endures but change. Heraclitus. There are two of the most immediately useful thoughts that you will delve into. First, that things cannot touch the mind. They are external and inert. Anxieties can only come from your internal judgment. Second, that all these things you see will change almost as you look at them, and then will be no more. Constantly bring to mind all that you yourself have already seen changed. The universe has changed. Life is perspective. Marcus Aurelius Change is the only constant in the universe and is something that everyone has to deal with in life. There is simply no way to avoid it. Life is change. And when you stop changing, you're dead. And as much as we like variety in life, most of us enjoy stability or the sameness of life. This is why we don't get up and move every single day. We like finding a place to live, people to be friends with, stores that we regularly shop at. There is a certain comfort that comes with familiarity, and we see this in all areas of our lives. When we go to the store, we like to know where things are that we want and get frustrated when things are moved to a new aisle. We will often buy the same brand of shoe year after year simply because we like the fit or the look. We go to the same restaurants or bars because we feel comfortable with the decor, the staff, and the food. When it comes to work, we will often stay at jobs that we don't like because the amount of change involved feels like it will be too much. Looking for a new job, learning new skills, possibly moving, can seem daunting and cause us not to take action. Starting your own company or working for yourself may be a dream that never gets fulfilled simply because there's too much change involved. When it comes to people, we have friendships that last for years because they bring us connection and community. We will often hold on to not-so-great friendships simply because we have had them for a while. 
People may stay in romantic relationships even when both partners are unhappy, simply because making that big of a change is too scary. There's a comfort with what we know, and even if we may not feel that close to someone, there is a familiarity that is not easy to let go of. We like things to stay the same. We always have the opportunity to make changes and choose different things in our life. This is something that many of us don't really think much about. We forget that at any time, we can decide to change our lives. Often, it isn't until something big happens to knock us out of our comfort zone that we try something new, and that's often because we have no choice. The truth is that our finest moments are most likely to occur when we are feeling deeply uncomfortable, unhappy, or unfulfilled. For it is only in such moments, propelled by our discomfort, that we are likely to step out of our ruts and start searching for different ways or truer answers. M. Scott Peck So the reason that I'm discussing this topic this week is because my life has been hit with a lot of changes over the past year. My kids are out of the house and living their own lives. They're doing a great job being adults, and I'm very proud of them, but I'm no longer a caregiver in that sense anymore. My romantic relationship of almost 10 years came to an end over a year and a half ago, and it's been a struggle to process it and move on. I was laid off from work a few months ago, and even though my skills are usually in high demand, I haven't even gotten a first interview. On top of that, I'm selling my house because I don't need this much space for just one person. I've also decided to move to Europe after I get my house sold, though I'm still unsure where I'm going to end up. Talk about massive changes. So, this last weekend, I went camping at a regional Burning Man music and art festival. And for me, events like this are always a place for reflection and processing hard things in my life. It's a space to get away from daily life and to slow down. It was a hard weekend in some ways because I realized how adrift I felt. So many of my core parts of my life have shifted in such a dramatic way that at times I just feel overwhelmed. And I took the time this weekend to reconnect with friends and really think about the next steps in my life. So with that said, I want to talk about some of the things that I learned over the past few months about how to deal with big changes in our lives in the most effective way. First, I want to talk about some of the challenging emotions that we face when we have big changes that happen in our lives. Fear is the basis of all suffering. Both desire and anger are manifestations of fear. Fear itself is a creation of your mind. It does not exist independently. Since it is a fabrication, you don't have to fight it, just understand it. Understanding is the key to freedom. The Ancient Sage We often feel fear when there is a change in our lives because we're comfortable with the way things were and we're scared of the unknown. We're scared of the future. While we rationally understand that the future is never something that we can know, when we're in a comfortable place in our lives, our minds get used to it and we act as if life will continue exactly the same. When we start to worry about the future, we will often fall into the cognitive distortion of catastrophizing, which is where we imagine the worst-case scenario and believe that it is what is going to happen to us. We start to assume that things can only get worse and will never be as good as they were. If we lose a job, we might worry about how we're going to pay our bills. We may believe that we will never find another job. If a relationship ends, we may feel like we will never find another relationship where we are loved again. There are plenty of emotions that come up when we grapple with change, but grief is probably the heaviest one to deal with. And what grief really is, is about struggling with change. It's about recognizing that from the moment of that loss, 
that life will never be the same. And when I talk about grief, I'm not just talking about the death of someone we care about. It can mean any significant loss that we're facing. It could be the death of a loved one or even just someone we admire. It could be the end of a significant relationship. It could mean the loss of a job that we really loved. It could be the loss of a home or a pet or even moving to a new city. When there is something that holds importance to us, we feel like it's a part of our life. And when that loss occurs, we feel like we are losing a part of our lives. And since we're social creatures, we integrate people into parts of our lives as well. And we know who we are by interacting with other people. So when we lose someone close to us, it can truly feel like we are losing a part of ourselves. And in a way, that's because our lives aren't just us as a single person, but us as a part of a community. Losing a job can also be something that can cause a lot of grief for some people. We may feel a lack of purpose in our lives if our job is a defining part of our identity. I know some people identify strongly with their careers, so much so that they feel like they aren't themselves if they aren't doing that kind of work. When a romantic relationship ends, it can often feel like a great deal of loss as well. When we have someone that is so entwined in our lives, they really become a part of us, and you feel like you are missing your other half. Loneliness always lurks around the corner. You miss that comfort of the other person that knows you so well and has been your support. Your social life changes pretty drastically as well. And as much as they try not to, friends may divide themselves onto one side or the other. Attending events without your former partner can feel very strange and almost disorienting. You often feel like you will never be loved again like that person loved us. So how do we deal with big changes in our lives? I think that the hardest part for any of us is to let go of the resistance that we put up when big changes come along in our lives. We don't want things to change. And the more that we can flow with the changes, the easier we'll be able to see and embrace the opportunities ahead. We'll be able to take actions that will help us move forward into the future with much more confidence. No amount of anxiety makes any difference to anything that is going to happen. Alan Watts I think the most important thing we can do when we're struggling with these heavy emotions is to give ourselves time to fully feel them. The worst thing you can do is try and ignore them or oppress them. When the Stoics talk about living according to nature, for me, that includes feeling your emotions. Because every one of us has emotions, which is part of our nature. And the notion that Stoics don't feel emotions is just simply wrong. We just work on trying to manage our emotion in healthy and productive ways. So when we feel fear, we need to lean into it. We need to feel it. And we need to understand why it's there. We can talk with our friends about the fear that we're feeling. I know for me, I will often feel so much better just talking about the things that I'm afraid of. I talk about my worries of the future so that they are out of my head. And once they're out in the open, it's much easier to talk about what I can do about them. It also makes it easier to see that they aren't really all that scary. And the people throughout history have dealt with massive changes in their lives and they have not only survived, but plenty have thrived. It is better to conquer grief than to deceive it. Seneca When it comes to grief, I think that it's really important that you let yourself feel it. The more you try to ignore grief, the more it will sink you. When you feel a loss so big that it causes you grief, you really are losing a part of yourself, and you need to mourn that loss. If you don't process that grief, you are simply delaying something that your mind needs to work through. 
Talk with a good friend. And if it's too much for them to handle, find a good therapist. There's no shame in grieving. I mean, even the mighty Spartans grieved over those lost in battle. This is why we need to envisage every possibility and to strengthen the spirit to deal with the things which may conceivably come about. Rehearse them in your mind. Exile, torture, war, shipwreck. Misfortune may snatch you away from your country. If we do not want to be overwhelmed and struck numb by rare events as if they were unprecedented ones, fortune needs envisaging in a thoroughly comprehensive way. Seneca One of the best ways that we can prepare for dealing with fear, grief, and anxiety about change is to take some time and imagine the worst possible scenario. Now, I know this feels like it's falling into a catastrophizing mindset, but premeditatio malorum is about thinking through all the possible cases while you are in a safe place. You prepare yourself mentally to go to a darker place, all from the safety of your own mind. I recommend either writing in your journal, talking to a good friend you trust, or even a therapist. The more you just let these ideas float around in your mind, the scarier they can seem. So get them out of your head. You can set out a basic format of just listing all the things that can go wrong and then think about ways you could handle them should they arise. You can then also work backwards and think about ways that you can prepare for them and maybe even see ways that you can prevent them. Don't demand or expect that events happen as you wish them to. Accept events as they actually happen. That way, peace is possible. Epictetus The next big area I want to focus on is acceptance and appreciation. The Stoics teach us that it is important to practice amor fati, that we learn to love our fate. Life is going to throw things at you whether you like it or not. The universe doesn't care how you feel about it, so doing your best to love what gets sent your way is a way to keep yourself from feeling overwhelmed when big changes come. When you can learn to appreciate the hard things and the lessons they teach you, then the more likely you are to see them as opportunities than challenges. Change is never painful. Only your resistance to change is painful. Buddhist proverb. In many ways, all the hard things that have happened to me have pushed me to step up and take more responsibility for my life. I don't really have the option just to sit back and coast like I did before. Since I'm unemployed, I've had to step up and figure out how to cover my expenses. When I lost my job a few months ago, I didn't stress out about it, nor did I get mad at my former boss. I just recognized that it was part of my life and that now I had time to work on other things that I hadn't had time for in the past. Since then, I've created a 30-day Stoic Challenge course for my listeners. I've been working on setting up mastermind groups and private coaching. I've been learning about marketing and creating content. I've also been practicing piano more often, exercising every day, and taking steps to improve my health. I've taken time to grieve over the loss of my former relationship, and I've also appreciated the great things that I gained from that relationship. Another thing that I realized with all these big changes happening is that even though I do feel adrift, it's okay. I realized that rather than feeling anxiety that things are so unsettled and wishing that things were more certain, I decided I just needed to get comfortable with things being adrift and trust that at some point in the future things will be more solid. And I've accepted that I'm just going to feel untethered and that I just need to stop resisting and do my best to flow with the changes. Life is a storm that will test you unceasingly. Don't wait for calm waters that may not arrive. Drive purpose from resilience. Learn to sail the raging sea. 
the Stoic Emperor. Life never goes according to plan, nor according to our desires. And to be honest, I think that's a good thing. If life went exactly the way that we wanted, we'd probably be very bored. And it's the challenges and the hardships that we overcome that make life interesting and exciting. When we have to stretch and work for what comes next, that's when we grow. That's when we learn how to accomplish great things. And that's when we feel most alive. When we accept what happens to us and figure out how to make the best of what comes our way, then we are truly living life like a Stoic. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. Be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.